You're listening to ThoughtCast. I'm Jenny Atia, and I'm in Grafton, Massachusetts, at the Tufts University Wildlife Clinic. At the moment, the staff veterinarian, Maureen Murray, is treating a wound above the eye of a Blanding's turtle, which, as she explains, is a threatened species in Massachusetts. These are turtles that require several different types of habitat throughout their active season. They use wetlands, they use ponds, they also use drier areas. And with destruction of wetlands, land development, much of their habitat has been destroyed. For females in particular, as they're out trying to lay their eggs, find appropriate nesting spots because there are so many roads crossing most of what is turtle habitat in Massachusetts. They're really susceptible to road mortalities. And so for turtles that are a very long-lived and very slowly reproducing species, for an adult female, reproductive age female to be lost from the population, it has a really large effect on the population. And that's a huge reason why many of the turtle species in Massachusetts are in trouble. Looking at this wildlife clinic and the patients that you have coming in, is there a theme as to the cause of the majority of the injuries? Well, the overall theme is definitely human-caused injuries to these animals. A lot of people, you know, when they hear you work with wildlife, wildlife medicine, sometimes one thing people will say is, well, why are you bothering? Not all wild animals are supposed to survive. That's natural selection. That's the way things work. And while that's true on one level, in today's environment where people are so rapidly altering the environment, the effects that we're having on these animals are not truly what they encounter during the process of natural selection. So we see quite a lot of birds that fly into structures, whether it be a building or, you know, a car. So that's definitely one problem. Other problems we see, which a lot of people I think wouldn't really expect, but we see a fair amount of are actually gunshot wounds and gunshot in species that it's just absolutely never legal to shoot these species, um, like red-tailed hawks. We've had great blue herons come in that have been shot. Um, For our aquatic species, we see problems with fishing line and fishing hooks, snapping turtles with fishing hooks hooks, um, problems with various types of poisoning or toxins. So with birds of prey, exposure to, say, uh, mouse or rat poisons can be a problem. So as far as an overlying theme, it's not one particular type of injury, but a variety of injuries within the category of problems that people cause wildlife. Is there a difference between wildlife medicine and animal medicine? If you mean domestic animal medicine or pet animal medicine, the two very big differences. One is just in our handling of these animals, our number one concern when they're here in the clinic is decreasing their stress because these animals are stressed to be around us. They're stressed to be indoors. And so in order to get them to heal up in the best way, that's a big consideration for us. So we're handling them a lot less than, you know, you would a dog or a cat that's in the hospital Um, We anesthetize them for procedures that maybe in a dog or a cat you wouldn't have to, such as to take x-rays. And then the other very big difference is we actually have to achieve a very high standard of fixedness, if you will, meaning if we have a 
bird that comes in with a wing fracture, we need to not just get those bones to heal, but that bird has to fly perfectly in order to be released because our goal is always to release that bird back to the wild. My guess is if you can't release it, you have to do something with it other than keep it here for the rest of its life. Yeah, so unfortunately that is a big part of wildlife medicine and it's, you know, true across wildlife rehabilitation clinics that if you then do have an animal that is not going to be releasable, then we are faced with the difficult decision to humanely euthanize that animal. And that, you know, for our students and sometimes for the finders who bring in the animals can be something that's also hard for them to understand that in many situations it is the most humane thing to do for that animal. I'd rather be humanely put to sleep than eaten alive. Well, you know, that is a topic that is very subjective and different people definitely have different opinions on that topic. You know, our thought is to just be sure in our own minds that for that individual animal, we make the best possible decision. Is this emotional for you, the kind of work that you do here? Yes, definitely. There's obviously, you know, a lot of pride for sure when, in particular, when we have a I do a fracture repair in a bird and I see that bird fly away. Um, that's definitely a great feeling. And it also can be certainly difficult at times, you know, when we have to make the difficult decision that this animal is not going to be releasable. But for the most part, you know, our work here feeling we are somehow giving back to these populations and to these animals to the best that we can um, is definitely a gratifying feeling. On the Tufts website. You are referred to as a turtle expert. Tell me about the turtle with the hole in its shell and what the process has been for that turtle. So that turtle, that's an adult female Blanding's turtle that came to us last summer. And she came in with this very impressive hole in her carapace, which is her top shell. There is just almost a perfectly round hole through the bone of the shell such that you could actually look into her body cavity. You could see her intestines. You could see her eggs. She came in with eggs. Um, she was gravid. Um, how it happened is a mystery. I have no idea how she obtained this injury, but she's otherwise perfectly healthy, active, alert. The amazing thing about turtles is actually how much they can withstand <laughs> and still feel perfectly fine. So we decided, based on the fact that this turtle otherwise seemed very healthy and very active, and because she, again, is a very important individual to her population, that we would try our hardest to repair this hole. So what we did is use a material that's called uh, porcine SIS, which stands for small intestinal submucosa. And this is a material that um, it's basically a purified sheet of collagen. Collagen is sort of the building block of many tissues. And what we did with this was suture the material over this hole in the hopes that this material would act as a scaffold for healing to occur across, um, and it worked. It actually healed a lot better than I was even imagining. Um, new bone has actually grown in underneath this graft material, and what we're left with is a sort of a new layer of bone um, right underneath there, which in turtle healing time, for her to have 
really filled in this hole in this amount of time is really pretty quick. So we're quite pleased with how this went and, yeah, extremely optimistic for her chances of being released this season, which is great for her. Now, I know I'm pushing it, but do you have affectionate feelings towards that particular turtle? Well, we're extremely excited <laughs> when a case goes this well, but we try really hard not to use anthropomorphic or human terms and say, you know, affection or attachment to these animals because they're wild animals that we don't want them to like us. <laughs> we want to let them go. Um, we want them to remain in their wild state. So we try really hard to just not use terms like that. You come in here for work every day of the week. Obviously, you care about the animals. Do you ever doubt that they deserve all of this care? So, I mean, you could ask that question just of wildlife in general, you know, why preserve wildlife? We get a fair number of squirrels come through, you know. We get anything from threatened species to extremely common species, you know, a squirrel that's been hit by a car. And you can say, does this threatened species of turtle deserve all of this? And you're probably going to find quite a lot of people that will say, yes, of course, this threatened species or this endangered species deserves all this. And then you might have a squirrel and, you know, somebody might say, well, does this squirrel really deserve this level of health care that you're giving it? And is it um, helping the population, the squirrel population, everybody knows there's no problem with the squirrel population. But again, it, it's part of our, our way of giving back to these animals and also in the process helping to teach our students what the issues are involving all species of wildlife. And with any species that's brought in as well, the vast majority are brought in by members of the public. So it's pretty clear that there's quite a lot of people out there who care about these animals, whether it's a squirrel or a robin or a, um, you know, an endangered turtle. There's a lot of people who care. And so for that reason, it's definitely worthwhile as well. Last question. I was driving here in my car. It took me about an hour to do a story on a wildlife clinic, and I was thinking about the gas I was using. And I'm wondering, should I have stayed home? Would it have been better for wildlife? What do you think? Are you driving an SUV? <laughs> I'm driving a battered sob. <laughs> well, there's a million things in your daily life that you can ask, should I really be doing this? Should I be using this paper coffee cup? Why don't I have my recyclable coffee cup? You know, and I think that the individual level, if, you know, everybody just makes the best choices they can. And then in your case, in looking at the bigger picture of what's your goal for that day, presumably your goal is to create a story about this wildlife clinic that might bring to the public more awareness, um, one, that this facility is available for sick and injured wildlife, and two, maybe bring to the attention of the public why these animals are brought here and the challenges that face them due to the way humans are altering the environment, then it probably balances out in your favor. <laughs> If I achieve that, prepare yourself for more squirrels. <laughs> this is true. We can handle it. 